0: glhd 2 St. Pete
1: Live from the weather tight windows studio yeah. Unique opinions, compelling conversation And the best in afternoon entertainment Now the conversation continues It's time for John John's Choice On Drew Garoppolo Live
2: Hell yeah oh. This will really make joints pop John Looks like a seed would
0: This'll knock all the Monday out of you. Hell yeah, it is. Mm.
2: Oh, Here is the dome. Back with the place. The jam is live and effect and I won't waste time. On the mic with the dope rhyme. Jump to the rhythm. Jump, jump to the rhythm. Yeah! Yeah! John's joints. Yeah! Also designed to knock the Monday out of you, John is good enough to curate, procure, and roll up some of the tightest news stories you're going to inhale today. Here is the gold.
0: back with the face, the benevolent enough it's to pass them
2: around so that time. we may all partake and expand our minds a little bit as we present John's joints.
0: We were uh, we were having such a good conversation. Uh, off the air about it, I feel like I need to push it to the uh, to the front of the joints because it is just a uh, it's a fascinating thing when something so minute or meaningless in the big scope of life can cause somebody to murder someone else in cold blood. Mm. Uh, the brother of retired NFL cornerback, Akib Talib turned himself into authorities a short time ago after police identified him as the suspect in a shooting death of a coach at a youth football game in Texas. Uh, I believe it's Yakub Salik Talib is suspected in the Saturday night shooting. That killed a man in the Dallas area. Authorities have not yet identified the victim, uh, but family and friends have been posting. And he was a coach, uh, Yakub Tal- ya- Talib's. It's very not Akib Talib. Yaqub Talib's attorney uh, told the AP that his client regrets the tragic loss of life, uh, but self-surrendered this morning so that he may have the chance to say his side of the story. Uh, Sadly, uh, which seems to happen a lot these days, uh, there's pretty much video of the entire thing. I mean, it gets a little choppy uh, when the brawl breaks out, but the question I was, I was posing to you is when you do something that's so in the heat of the moment like this, do you have time to go? I've got to take this man's life because of what happened in this youth football game or whatever it may be. I'm prepared to go to prison and my life will be over too. Or is there just a rage that the average person, like you and I, can't understand to where you don't even realize that you are ruining your life as well?
2: There's a rage that exists that I think clouds the person experiencing it so much that they don't even consider the consequences. This allegedly happened at a nine and under football game where where parents were arguing with the refs. A scuffle broke out, turned into a brawl. And then five gunshots ring out before the coach was seen lying motionless on the field. Unbelievable that at a kid's football game, anyone would even feel the need to bring a gun, let alone shoot it five times and kill a coach.
0: Yeah, and Akeem and Tlaib uh, was there. I mean, the early, the early. you know, everybody would rather be first than right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the stuff that was breaking last night insinuated that they didn't know if he was directly involved. At the very least, he was there. Uh, Akeem Talib was named last month as an on-field contributor uh, for Prime Video's Thursday Night Football. Uh, is just being there when your brother murders a football coach, is that enough to get you to lose your job? I don't think so. You can
2: make the argument that he could have done more to prevent it, but... You can't prove anything like that. Uh, The coach leaves behind a wife, two daughters, a son who saw the whole thing Uh, happen, and three
0: grandchildren. What the hell, man? Oh, we are losing our humanity. Seriously, seriously. Um, Not Drew Garabo's favorite season, uh, but thousands of Floridians now have the opportunity to legally hunt Alligators. Mm. Uh, The statewide gator hunting season begins Monday, and this time hunters can target gators around the clock, baby. Uh, Before gator season was limited to 17 hours a day, mostly at night. But earlier this year, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission expanded it to 24 hours. According to FWC, the change will allow more young and senior hunters to take part. Last year, hunters killed about 7,500 gators. Yeah. Florida is home to an estimated 1.3 million alligators. Season runs through November 1st.
2: That's what prevents me from being too sad about it. I view it like I do when they have to kill a nuisance gator because it's a danger, a genuine danger to people. I don't love it. I hate seeing these beautiful creatures that have been around since the dinosaurs Executed, but I do get it because we have to control their population for the safety of everyone, including other alligators. Well,
0: and and you know, hopefully, by keeping it legit, you get legit hunters who are going to predominantly eat the meat, and it's yep. not like they're just being thrown to the wayside or uh, or anything like that. A couple of the guys that were on the uh, the boat when we went fishing on Saturday, they uh, they, they are gator hunters as well, and uh, I don't know, I don't know if I would, uh, I don't know if I would be able to do that. It'd probably be pretty exciting. Uh, it, I couldn't do it. J- just
2: it would be exciting the whole hunt process, but the act of killing the gator would just break my heart.
0: So okay, so so what? If we could just go through some animals here, yeah. that that don't register as high as an alligator. Okay, because because uh, yeah, I have to admit, alligators like top three. For oh me. really? So yeah. like, so so, do you think you could kill a deer before an alligator? Yes. Oh really? See where easily. It, man, I just don't. Like to me, I feel like you look into a deer a deer's eyes and you can see the heart and the soul in the in the deer. Huh. Like a gator, I mean they're cool giant beings, but I never feel like I'm like seeing a soul. They're just like this big mm. giant reptile that will probably kill you if it had the chance.
2: I get that. Maybe it's got to do with the apex predator thing, but with a deer, all I think about is how their ticks give people Lyme disease and I'm probably helping people more than anything else. So I would not like it, but I feel like I could more easily pull the trigger on a deer than a gator.
0: I feel like those numbers would be low. Like, as far as the people you're saving from Lyme disease. Uh, you, can,
2: you can think that if you want well, to.
0: Well, and I mean, like, how many people could, wait, 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 are wait, killed do, by
2: alligators uh, well, versus get Lyme disease? No, no,
0: no, no. But, oh. like, how many do the deer in Florida have Lyme disease?
2: I don't know. I don't know. I just got a lot of them in my neighborhood, and they're cool to look at. But I get way more excited about a gator, and if you're giving me a choice between the two, I'll I'll shoot a deer all day long.
0: Um, there is no credible uh, what insects? Yeah, I can't find anything about the. Okay, I have nothing to shut down your uh, your beliefs, Fine. quite yet. William Marty Martin. Let's keep it in the reptile oh, world. Man. A renowned snake researcher who dedicated <laughs> his life's work to the study of timber rattlesnakes.
2: <laughs> those are big monsters. You ever they seen are. one of those, yeah, dude?
0: They are they're beasts.
2: We got eastern diamondbacks and pygmies right here in Florida, but up in the northeast like Vermont and such and and I think Montana too they got these gigantic timbers with, with huge fangs that can kill you so easily.
0: Well, they will and they do because uh, Marty Martin, known as the ambassador of rattlesnakes, is dead at 80 years old after he was bitten by a rattlesnake on his property at his West Virginia home. Martin, the self-described ambassador to rattlesnakes and uh, um was just 13 when he documented the first instance of timber rattlesnakes in the Bull Run Mountains in Virginia. At the age of 17, he became a founding member of the Vir- uh, Virginia Herpetological. Does that sound right? Yeah, you nailed it, uh, Society. And for 30 years, he served uh, uh, the International Union for Conservation of Timber Rattlesnake Task Force. Um, I mean, when you when you pick this life like this, what do you think? There's any other way he would want to go? I'm trying to decide if this is an ironic death or if this is a naturally
2: occurring causal death. I think if you were to ask him at 80 years old, how do you want to go? I think he would probably say being bitten by a timber rattlesnake. And yeah. you can't ask him now because he's dead.
0: Well, it's one of those things too where I, I compare it to the uh, to the guy I was telling you about that documentary I watched, the alpinist, where these people that do the free climbing. Oh yeah, a, a large percentage of the best free climbers are dead because if you just ever fall if you have a lapse in judgment then you are dead and when you choose a life like that i think you can grieve them a little differently just because they were doing that what made them love doing that is the same reason that they died and and i i compare it to this as well where if your life is dealing with things that you know can kill you if one does kill you there's almost like a piece that comes with your death. And
2: you made it to 80. I couldn't find anywhere any of the stories about his death if no. it said that like he was trying to wrangle yeah. it, he was trying to milk it, or how I've got it in my mind, he was just walking on his property and didn't even see yeah. it. Which that would that would be tremendously ironic if he wasn't trying to interact with it at all and it just came up on him and bit him and killed him, then it becomes an ironic death.
0: Yeah, yeah, that I would imagine, I even mean, he is eighty, but just and clearly, he probably lived in an area. You know, like if you're the rattlesnake ambassador, you pick where you live so that you can be near rattlesnakes all the time, no doubt. So, so probably a very rattlesnake heavy area. But to think that one just jumped out of the, uh, just jumped out of the bushes. Oh wait, hold on. Does this one have it? I was, I was looking. I'm looking uh, for details. Uh, was killed when he was bitten by a timber on his property. Martin would frequently hike into the mountains and visit remote locations to document the activity. Um, he, this
2: one was on his property.
0: His friend would accompany him. Hmm, I don't yeah. see anything.
2: On his property was the most details that I could find, which tells me that he might have just been shoveling some, or you know, raking some leaves or just taking a nice little stroll around the property, and boom, Timber Rattlesnake kills Timber Rattlesnake Ambassador.
0: What if he faked his death?
2: What do you mean?
0: Well, I'm just saying. What if he's not? I mean, what if he's not really dead, and he just wanted to be able to truly embed himself more in the rattlesnake community without yeah. you know being noticed? So now it's, he's just yeah. nobody has ever has to wonder where he is or if he's onto a yeah. new rattlesnake hotspot because everybody thinks he's dead. And he's he really-
2: gets, yeah, no, and he gets to show the rest of the world how dangerous these uh, pit vipers really are. Yep. Huh? Mm. I think you're onto something there, John.
0: So. I don't know what's true and what's not when it comes to TikTok being controlled Mm. by China and they're stealing all of our information. Um, What about the fact that these TikTok trends just seem to be killing people in general? Uh, Because a new TikTok trend has doctors coming out and saying, no, 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 uh, don't do that. Um, A new trend that is meant to prevent mouth breathing has gone viral. Man. The practice of... Taping someone's mouth closed while they're sleeping. Good Lord. People may try uh, mouth taping because they believe that it will force them to breathe through their nose, uh, but there are many negative side effects associated um, with taping your mouth shut when you go to sleep. Like, what kind of... The trend on TikTok has taken off. A user who goes by the handle "Move with Jams" has a video on the trend with more than three million views, uh, saying that they started mouth taping two years ago and it has changed their life. Um, mouth tape benefits. Uh, it, saying that breathing through your mouth while sleeping contributes to bad breath, gum disease, cavities, brain fog, and a weakened immune system. Uh, taping your mouth shut before you go to bed can prevent uh, completely prevent all of those things, according to the TikTok trend. But now doctors are having to speak up saying, don't put tape over your mouth before you go to bed.
2: Sometimes I I just pray for the asteroid to come and destroy us all. If anyone is putting tape over their mouth before they go to sleep. I know the CPAP machine isn't cheap, and I know that it that it looks like R2D2 is humping your face and that it makes you grotesque to your to your bed partner, but if you have issues with proper breathing, go see a sleep specialist or medical pro- professional and don't put tape over your mouth.
0: Yeah, they say if you get any sort of uh, you know, um, reflux or God forbid vomit, like you're pretty much dead. Oh yeah. Like you're dead. If 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 you have uh, acid reflux in the middle of the night and your mouth is taped, you run the risk of uh, suffocating and dying.
2: Yeah, you ever do it like a verp, an unexpected oh, verp in the
0: in, middle, in the of, the middle night? of the night? Next thing you know, you're just, well, because you, you're 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 taped up. You're gagging on it, man. Gagging on the verp. Uh, this is a this is a well planned. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, the guy is a sick sick man, but uh, but, but uh, he didn't want to spend any time in prison, and I guess he got his way. <laughs> a Texas pedophile died this week after drinking a mysterious liquid from a water bottle as the jury found him guilty of sexual assault uh, charges uh, on a child. Uh, Edward LeClaire, 57, was on trial in Denton, Texas, for five counts of sexual abuse and had been free on bond until the verdict that day. As the verdicts were being read, he chugged a bottle of water that he had at the council table. Um, The investigator noticed him chugging the water. Uh, He told the bailiff he might want to go check on him. Uh, The bailiff did. He was unconscious in the holding cell. Shortly after entering the cell, he started vomiting. Emergency services were called. In a short time later, he was pronounced dead. Um, An autopsy was ordered and the cause of death uh, is listed as pending. But it, it seems to be a pretty clear cl- case that uh, he put something in his bottle, and if he was found guilty, he was going to kill himself, and, and I think he got his wish.
2: 100% okay with that, and I think anyone and everyone found guilty of sexual assault on a child should probably befall the same fate.
0: I was going to say, what if we just found out what was in that bottle and you just get that if, you, uh, if, yep. if, if you're if you a kid toucher?
2: Yeah, as they convict you, you got to take a chug of your Zephyr Hills water that's got a little cloudy substance in it. Boom, you save us the taxpayer dollars for having to house your ass.
0: So you know, cleaning up after your pet is important, mm. and then you know people. I uh, can't
2: do it. Did you know that?
0: Oh yeah, you can.
2: I can't. Like I'm, I'm physically restricted from uh, from scooping poop right now because the the different toxins that cat, cat poop has in it.
0: Have you seen Lil Poops lately?
2: No, I haven't seen her in a very long time. She okay? She's great. Yeah, I think uh, my baby mama saw her yesterday. And probably sees her every day, but I, I miss that little chihuahua. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, um, it, it, it's a battle, and if you live in an apartment complex or a neighborhood, and God forbid you have people that don't clean up after their pet, uh, it, it can it can stress you out. This takes everything you ever thought you knew about being mad at your neighbor for them not cleaning up your pet, uh, and just flips it on its head. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from KDVR in Denver. Guys, good evening to you both. All right, this started with the neighbor who installed security
1: cameras in order to hold those pet owners accountable for not cleaning up after their pet. That's how this started. What he ended up catching on video, though, was just nasty. I was disgusted. Andrew Roush reaching out to the problem solvers this week, just days after a man does the unthinkable, or what Andrew calls an asinine act. Um, A man was walking his dog and comes up here and pulls his shorts down and and defecated on our property. Roush actually just installed this security camera and plans to buy more after he says people are leaving behind their dog's poop. Little did he know his camera would catch the man leaving his own leavings on his lawn. (laughs) Uh, I think it's probably retaliation. Retaliation for a post he made on Nextdoor showing a man not cleaning up after his pet. He says that man resembles this man who came back and left his version of payback. I called dispatch uh, right after I got off the phone with you. Uh, They were here in about 20 minutes. There are several dog waste stations on this block where the problem solvers spotted dozens of responsible dog owners and their pets. I just like to think that most people are going to be courteous and respectful and responsible pet owners and clean up after them. And I like to give them that courtesy and respect back, but when these kinds of things happen, you end up on the news.
0: Dude, I'm not sure. I can't be certain, but <laughs> they don't point it out. But in the first shot, the guy is on bended knee in the in, on the newscast, and in front of him, I think it, it's blurred out. It's like there's a giant pile right in front of him, but they blurred it out. <laughs>
2: So it's the guys leaving.
0: I don't know if it's the human or not, oh. but it's the guy who's mad in the first place, kneeling by the sidewalk, doing the interview, and there's just a big blurred out blob <laughs> on the ground right in front of him.
2: The next door <laughs> app and the and the neighborhood Facebook pages will be the death of us all, and if that's what inspired a grown ass man to go to his neighbor's yard and pull his pants down and do his business there because the he got called out for not cleaning up after his pet. That guy should go to jail.
0: Can you be of sound mind and body if you get mad enough to drop a deuce on your neighbor's lawn? Like, I don't Can, can a so. sane person do that?
2: No. I, I think the minute that you do that, you've shown us that you're not sane.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think I agree with that as well. Uh, congratulations, Florida. You did it again. Number one, baby. A Ooh. new synthetic drug uh, called euteloin. Euteloin. Uteloin. Utilone. Uh those are four different pronunciations it, of the well, same word. You drug. tell me. You tell me. E-U-T-Y-L-O-N-E. Utilone. Utilone. Uh, is making its way across the country, and Florida is the top state with overdose deaths related to it. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention put out a recent warning. uh, Eudolone is spreading quickly across the country, driven partially by a rise in its prevalence in, you guessed it, Florida. The CDC describes it as a synthetic psychoactive bath salt, According to a recent CDC report, in 2020, the agency recorded nearly 350 deaths, more than half of which occurred in Florida. 182 Floridians died uh, using eutolone that year. I had not, not that, you know, we're, we're in the bath salt community. I had not heard of this drug specifically yet.
2: Never. I've never seen a news report about it. I've, I've not heard any anecdotal like, evidence of it. Nothing.
0: Are the drugs, like, is the drugs that exist, are they just not good enough? Like, can you not go get a drug that is just, been around forever like what what is driving people is it a cheap thing like mm. why are these people getting driven into the hands of of bath salts and the flocka and all these other drugs that seem to just do nothing but kill you maybe the game
2: of meth and crack and all and heroin and all that just gets so old that you just find yourself searching for something new
0: i guess so uh, it, it is um it's no surprise drug traffickers have been missing uh synthetic drugs to increase the potency. Or mixing, I, I apologize. Uh to increase the potency. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a fentanyl thing uh mm. where they're they're putting it in there to try and give people a really, you know, serious high, but then just just too much. Ooh. Man, between that and the fentanyl, it's, something's something's there. Uh and lastly, man, this is uh, I, very very often I don't think from state to state, people grasp just how different it is in other places. Specifically, uh, San Francisco in this case. Mm. You hear these horror stories. I've seen the videos. People starting to just leave the back hatch in their car open every night, leaving their trunks open, leaving the windows rolled down because if you don't, they're just going to br- they're just going to break into your car. Uh, things like this, the smash and grabs, becoming commonplace out there. But I can't figure out if this is a a noble deed or absolutely terrible. Uh, Thieves have tried a new angle in uh, San Francisco. And here's the uh, local news story to tell you about it. Mm.
1: Extortion the solution. That's the question Marcia Safan was hit with after finding this flyer on her windshield when parked near USF. I was, I was actually a little scared, a little rattled. I didn't know if they were going to come back to break into my car or anyone else's car. The flyer says, I don't want to steal anymore, but I still have bills to pay. Can you help me please? The person goes on to list three modern ways that you can pay them via cash app, Bitcoin, and PayPal.
0: So rather than uh, break into your car, uh, they will leave you a flyer saying, I don't want to steal anymore, but I need the money, uh, and giving you all of the links for all of their different cash apps so that you can then just Venmo them or send them money so they don't have to come back and break into your vehicle.
2: If you don't cash app them, do they come back and break into your vehicle?
0: I don't know. Were you afraid oh, that you did I don't know if uh I don't know if it's if they'd be able to follow them all because uh, like in this case all of the uh all of the cars in the parking lot seem to have the flyers on them. So th- that's kind of uh it's kind of interesting because uh, you know for a fact out there people are sending the money.
2: For sure. They wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't working.
0: Yeah, and I mean y- less crime? I mean is it yeah. Are are What they're doing a crime? Is what they're doing a crime? I don't think,
2: I mean, the threat of breaking in I don't like, but I would be more inclined to leave someone money if they gave me a creative flyer than if they were just, hey, man, give me a dollar.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm all burnt up.
2: Coming up next on Drew Garabo Live, am I doing something that is hampering my son's development as an adult? I didn't think so until I read this article about college kids and how we parents are trying.